So, it has come to this. It felt like it had to. Uh, we're having it a felt like it was pretty here. unavoidable. Yeah. I don't uh, think I could have veered from this. It really had to come to this. I couldn't pass this up. Yeah, we've been on a kick lately. I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast, and uh, I just can't get these sorcerers out of my head, man. I, I am so can't be- stop. bewitched <laughs> by the sorcery. I'm under a spell. Yeah, man. I like just I want it so bad. I want these worlds so bad. I'm digging it. By the time we get to like the threequel of this smash hit franchise, right? We are so far removed from the original shit. We're like flying in unrarefied air, right? <laughs> sword and the Sorcerer is one I've been wanting to do for a while. The sword and the sorcerer. You get it all. This is a twofer. You get the right swords. Here. You get the sorcery. Like I love this genre. This, <laughs> yeah, this is the best genre ever with like the lowest ceiling of movies. It ne- it never fails to entertain me. Yeah, the sword I love the sandal, all of them. It's the like sword the... And the sorcery stuff. I just yeah. It can be terrible. It can be great. This movie's great. Yeah, uh, but it gets me every time. I'm just like almost giddy. It is watching this stuff. It is it's so the same exact movie. <laughs> Every, Every single one I've seen is exactly the same. Every time. It's <laughs> a hero fighting the the bad guy, the witch, the wizard, the sorcerer. It is so the, the same movie, but everything is different. So it's like watching the same movie that you like over and over, and the same exact kind of jokes are there, but they're all different. Mm-hmm. But they're all exactly the same. This one supposedly was an actual big hit. Hmm. Everybody like Corman and them were all getting, and the Italians were all getting into the sword and sorcery in the 80s, right? Yeah, Conan definitely. blew it open. We can put bodybuilders in movies now in loincloths <laughs> and make money. Bodybuilders, playboy models, whatever. Yeah, we can do this. We find buxom twins, we're putting them in the movie. <laughs> Bodybuilder twins? Yeah. We're putting them in three movies. I don't, uh, yeah, the only thing this, this I was going to say, this movie has it all. Yeah, but it does not have the twin bodybuilders. Doesn't have twin bodybuilders. I, I will forgive it for that because it's got enough of the other good stuff. So the sequel, for the sequel, you gotta go twins, mm-hmm. right? You gotta go twins. That's the perfect boom. Yeah, two twin, you know, uh, two we, barbarians are better than you know. Boom. We covered that last week with sorceress. With yeah, the twin sorceresses. You have to have it. Were they the sorceress? I didn't I, know if we I were. could never figure it out. Honestly, this movie has okay. a defined sorcerer. We got there. This movie is making me think like, I don't think I know what a sorcerer is. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> How loose were they with that title back then? I always just assumed sorcerer was another word for wizard, like a Gandalf type figure. What Long age? Long beard, staff, magic spells, wizard, sorcerer, blah, blah, blah. So far, I'm thinking sorcerer is something else altogether. It might be. Because this, is we it- get introduced to a sorcerer pretty early in the immediately in the movie who's a hellspawn demon yeah this okay i'm with you 
sometimes they treat like a sorcerer like it might just be a guy who's like kind of sarcastic or like <laughs> tells like kind of quippy jokes and has a weird mustache sometimes that's a sorcerer mm-hmm. but in this one it's like a blood dripping like demon it's got it's this demon with like et fingers and reptilian eyes yeah man and the voice of richard mall i think the body of richard mall oh, well he's in there I mean, somewhere this thing was a freak there's a lot of makeup this was so this unexpected so cool. sword and sword how we open yeah, man. We open with five minutes in. We open with the evil uh, tyrant Cromwell, a yeah. genre legend Richard, Richard Lynch. We'll talk we, about him. Have we talked about Richard Lynch more than anybody? He's got to be the number one. At this he point. has to be. He's, He's got to be. He he showed up when we did our Barbarian run. He's sh- <laughs> shown up in seventies crime movies and eighties horror movies. We're, he's been incredible. Everywhere. He is my favorite. What's guy. the one he uh, with uh, Lance Henriksen that we did with him? Oh, where he's God. a priest. Yeah. I mean, come on, the guy does it all, and he's, he's a, so perfect. He's such. He's in like every scene of this movie. Okay, he is so much in this movie. I'm gonna get this question out right up front. Is this the best sword and sorcery movie exclusively because of Richard Lynch's performance? Is he give the most serious, seething, like, evil king role in this, like, total shit? Everybody in this movie, including Richard Lynch, but everyone plays this thing like Game of Thrones serious. <laughs> There's no winking. Talon, oh, our hero, does some Talon winking. Talon ha- has the gags. But uh, Richard Lynch, Lynch is, is playing this straight. He is like... As the bad evil tyrant who's trying to take over the other kingdoms lynch is yeah. going he's not messing full around shakespeare in an Definitely. albert pune movie yeah like, <laughs> this feels like one of the most serious richard lynch roles and i've seen him try to rape al pacino <laughs> <laughs> so like this yeah. guy could get yeah. serious in seeds right yeah he often plays a hard predator or like a cult leader so exclusively bad dudes but he's also like pretty good with his sword in this one like his that fighting so is good. like really good in this we've all right in every movie where richard lynch fights it's because he's mouthed off to the wrong guy and getting <laughs> his shit beat in exactly. right <laughs> like he is getting beat up that's the only fights i've seen richard lynch in mm-hmm. so see him doing just broadsword strokes of this one is the coolest pretty cool but he he opens the movie by searching this tomb like indiana jones and uh finding this this big tomb with all these faces on it and the jamaican witch is there to to summon this demon and we get a full like head trips demon summoning first scene first scene opening scene this movie incredible i was was so on board with sword and sorcerer even if we'd got the like sick old english Title font, simple, boom, we're right into it. And then they give us everything in the mm-hmm. first five minutes. Oh, even the in- opening narration was like, we begin a tale on the Isle <laughs> of Doom. It's or like no, a, the Tomb Island. Tomb, tomb Island. Island, right? Oh, and I was it's like, like, yes. The whole time the narration is going, I was like, is this guy doing Oliver Reed? <laughs> yeah, or is it just exactly. like bad Oliver Reed? Because I could see Oliver Reed taking a narration gig yeah. on Sword of the Sorcerer. So the whole time you get that, and then that's when you get the blood-dipping demon Richard Mole. We oh. talked about Richard Mole as the dungeon master. Yeah. I had no idea how tied he was to the sword and sorcery genre. Genre legend at this point. <laughs> oh, of course. House. Mm. A little show you've heard of called Night Court. 
Yes, we all know he's Bull from Night Court. <laughs> His genre career before Night Court was insane. Yeah. The whole decade leading up to Night Court, then they're like, all right, you got to cut the shit. You can't be doing these movies while you're you're on Night Court, But if you need sir. like a seven foot tall sorcerer, I guess he's your guy. Who stepped in and got the gigs? Once Richard Mole I know, really. Got night courted for seven seasons. I don't know. This it was too early for What's, Doug Jones to be doing weird guy. Doug Jones characters. seven feet tall? Well, he's always like the Pan's Labyrinth characters and stuff. I guess they add they add length to Doug Jones yeah. somehow, huh? He's a big guy. He's a big Is guy. He? God, I think that he's creeps a, me out. I think he's a pretty lanky. I thought person. he was a little guy. Mm. I don't like the idea of Big Doug Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it at all. Richard Bolt seems fine as a big guy. You saw Doug Jones and he was 6'8? With his, just with long, his spindly little limbs, like going. fucking creepy Joey Ramone yeah. or something. That's how he can fit into the Pan's Labyrinth suit. Oh, God, with the hand eyes? Yeah. <laughs> That's what a it. creep. He's 6'12, you say? <laughs> Good God. I didn't say nothing of and the sort. Already, even before we get into Richard Mole as like an actual hell demon with that casket covered in screaming faces, wow. which get their like casket skin melted this, off. This is an R-rated film. Yeah, yeah, R-rated right out. Like in the, <laughs> before any nudity is shown, it's already an R-rated territory. Yeah, all that makeup is incredible, right? Yeah, for, the for effects, this kind of movie, the. Uh... The intensity of it, though, like this isn't. Yeah, all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is not going to be a fun, quippy sword and sorcery thing. This is like serious, screaming faces in a coffin, <laughs> ooze dripping alien it's a who's lot like of wet dripping. Who's 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 like, why hast thou summoned me? I'm like, oh, it's like Richard Mole's voice, but with kind of a little modifier <laughs> on it. Really he already has like a cool voice, yeah, really but it also like sounds voice. like Richard Mole as a demon, <laughs> which is great. If you finally meet a demon and he kind of sounds like Demon Richard Kind, yeah, you'd oh, be just like, "What the fuck?" He does not disappoint in the demon voice. Amazing. Department. The only disappointing thing about Sword and Sorcerer is Richard Mole's only in it for like five minutes. Yeah, I thought I thought Zuccio was going to be like main character status here. As you watch the movie, Zuccio ain't actually doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Zuccio makes he does a pop in at the end of the party, but nobody can remember Zuccio being around. Yeah, Richard Lynch is accusing everybody of being Zuccio. They're just like keep talking about Zuccio. <laughs> remember, Zuccio? we only got Bull for one more half day. Exactly. Just keep that his name. Must in, have been expensive. Keep his name out there. This movie has a great way of showing you the after action scenes it's like all the whole first 10 minutes they they resurrect this demon he can basically rip your heart out with a thought kill dudes telepathically it seems like and uh, they go to conquer kingdoms so it's just five minutes of like and they did it again and again (laughs) and you just see these fields of bodies like you never see the battles you just see like we got another one so you said you didn't understand like the role of a sorcerer i was also super confused super quick again just when I thought like sorcerers could be demons, suddenly Richard Lynch kind of got like the upper hand on a demon. I'm going like, okay, what are the like rules here? Sure, yeah, yeah. The, the demon had just like to used his mind to rip a woman's heart out like two seconds earlier, and then Richard Lynch just kind of like pulls his sword on him. He's like, <laughs> just... and he's like, all right, you're gonna work for me now. And, the, and Richard Bowles kind of just like, uh, he's kind of like nodding along, like, yes, you've like. When... 
Was that as easy as it is, just pulling your sword on the guy? After the, like, rising from the Uzi grave scene, you're like, whoa, this guy's intense. The next time you see Zersu, is it? Zer, no. Whatever his name is. Something with an X. Next time you see him, he's, like, hobbling around in this cloak. He's kind of like, yeah, what do you want? (laughs) (laughs) And Richard Lynch just, like, holds, like, the biggest cardboard sword behind his back and is just like, Oh, nothing. Just wanted to say uh, good job on all the killing. Richard, yeah, what are you doing to Lynch in this one? What are you doing to our boy? Sorry, I'm going to be doing He's all like, the voices this time. He does the best thing. He immediately, I didn't know Richard Lynch was going to like get the services of the demon and then be like, I got to get rid of this demon. <laughs> we got to kill this demon. I thought Quick. the demon was going to be working with Lynch for the whole movie and was mm-hmm. just like pumping my fists. And then Lynch immediately drops into like oh he's gonna stab a guy voice i've seen enough of him in prison movies where you know when like the the shanking's happening Mm -hmm. right and he gets that seething like he has the coolest face i don't want to go through what he did to get the face but man he has the face for cinema his face is just a movie face i didn't notice you know this is this whole movie is like got such a soft focus this is that you really don't see the scars on his face as much. Yeah, they're but covered up by neck adornments. And- sometimes it's like I love when a movie like shows a pretty lady, and then it's like very soft focus to help her prettiness. This movie, they just were like, let's do that with every scene. This is you know it's an authentic sword and sorcery movie because this is misty as hell. Yeah, this is foggy. Every scene all is fog, just misty, cloudy fog. is all out. Gray days, gray, gray, gray. Yeah. Oh, you know it's misty. Is it Conquest, the Fulci Italian movie? That you never seen a mistier movie. Mm-hmm. These people were you did not Half know where the you were is looking. The fog machine. Yeah. It looked like a like the end of a civil war battle. Just like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what the whole beginning of this movie is. It's all just like bodies strewn in this fog, rolling through them. And then uh, yeah, the the king. It's like paths of glory, but just cheaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but it's oh, foggy as hell. Everybody gets that soft focus lens, like a VHS Which Billy probably Squire video. Well, it's just like that's that's a smart move for a movie like this because this movie looks so much better for that, or, or because of that. I know, right? Like the costumes and the hair. There's some pretty bad hair and like bad goatee. I don't know what's happening. But with you don't Talon's know some. hair in this movie because yeah. He okay so <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking Talon's wigs, there's the comparatively excellent wigs on Richard Lynch. Yeah, his curly blonde locks. Lynch as a looks young good. man, and then his like he had such great aging king hair but through they, every era. They give a lot of those guys that like medieval bow or uh, bob, you know, yeah. that they got him on well, and with the, with this bad like thick goatee going. It's tough when all the dudes have like the Prince Valiant. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough look for a lot of guys. Even George Maharis kind of grows his out to like a Johnny Ramone. Right, exactly. <laughs> level. He's working. He's trying. He's working a bit with it. So here's a question. This is this might be dumb. Like, what ages are we in here? <laughs> Time until Yeah, what is it's it's one of those, yeah. It's it's not Earth. Where are we here? Exactly. Is this real? You know, it's... Uh, Were there sorcerers at any point? I really whatever, don't know a it, lot about it, it history. It is kind of like... Yeah, it's kind of like the Game of Thrones thing, right? Where it's like, this isn't Earth. This isn't the Middle Ages. Yeah, where it's are some we here? totally made-up planet or world what planet or realm. planet is this? In another time? I'm sure they said Oliver it, but... Reed? No, I know in the beginning, yeah, Oliver Reed definitely is like, some tales are from certain times. <laughs> this one? <laughs> it's certain. It's up to you, man. Yeah, just riff, Reed. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they had him for like one hour at an airport. I mean, I don't like, know. Do you, it, do where it. is Two Island? You tell two me. Two Island we can start a, cartography uh, lessons with this thing. It's amazing what I don't know if the, anything. The, the Richard... kingdoms like Avondale. They're just yeah. They're just like <laughs> Mad Lib in this thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Richard Lynch is, feels like he's doing King Lear. Yeah. Richard Lynch is you know Hamlet out there. He's dragging his sword up like stone steps, cutting through men. Right. Whereas our hero Talon has got a bit more of the like uh, men in tights vibe going. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a dastardly man, uh, anti-hero kind of. He's character. like goofball William Smith, and yeah. then he takes off all his capes at the end. And he's like, oh, this guy's like one sixty-five. Okay, so I thought this dude was like eight feet tall throughout the <laughs> beginning of this at movie. At the end of this flick, our hero Talon. We see him as a young boy. Richard Lynch kills his family. You know, it's that kind of Northman. There's a whole. I've, I was feeling the Northman several times in this movie. The Northman was so like. Everything gave me nightmares in the Northman, and every other sword, this kind of sword sorcery is like this is the dumbest, right? But then the Northman, every every sword sorcery staple, the like watching your family get killed and beheaded and running off and becoming right. your own like vengeful, coming back as an adult and yeah, Northman made it so like horrifying. All these other movies made it seem so normal. This is just what happened in the days of Conan. Yep, you avenged your family. You went with Crom. You had a tri-bladed sword that shot two blades out of it the sword normal stuff the swords in this, this is flick. why now you know why the sword gets top billing in this title the Bingo. sorcerer a little bit of a letdown doesn't do much the sword triple this is what you expect a sword not to do. false advertising <laughs> the sword this and the sorcerer sword. this guy is the star this he's the, the front man yeah and this sword they're like add another sword and then some <laughs> other guy said add another sword Give me one more. Give me another sword. Yeah. The tri-bladed well, sword. Like, I don't know what you picture if you were told this movie would feature a tri-bladed sword. I heard about the tri-bladed sword. And I pictured something stupid like the Kylo Ren lightsaber with two swords sticking out right mm, at the top of your hands. Mm -hmm. Dumbest idea. Well, like uh, on the, the poster I thought there was like a cross. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking of like a Raphael's size. You know, it's just like a oh. little three-bladed, almost like dagger kind like of a thing. three-candle menorah a, kind yeah, of sword exactly. thing. Yeah. But not this giant hulking broadsword. And certainly, we were introduced to the sword. And it's like, it, keep the sword safe, whatever. And then when he shoots. <laughs> when we... That sword. What an incredible insta reveal. I yelled out loud at the TV. I, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> sword, sword, honey, honey, I, the sword's shooting now. I was still <laughs> soaking in just the normal sword. Because yeah. it looks just like a headphone adapter, but as a sword. It's literally <laughs> three swords just parallel to each other, mm -hmm. just in the handle. That's it. They're just right in a line. And that would be enough. Yeah. So he's got these three swords. That'll do some damage. And but as I'm still just checking out this huge sword, he fires the sword at somebody. <laughs> it's like the first thing he does with the sword. Yeah. He doesn't swing it. He shoots it at someone. This is like pre-Legend of Zelda where you could shoot a sword. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, yeah, that's what you do. 
did is this where it came from? I gotta assume Miyamoto I gotta got assu- to. I, is this the first yeah projectile sword in in cinema history? I was not expecting that sword to shoot, man. So cool. I was not expecting that. I, he's all. Is it a short range thing? It I looked, feel if we I mean, got a sequel, like, they could have gone like Phantasm. I'm ball trying to remember because didn't at the beginning when he shoots the one guard, doesn't that guard fly back like Matrix style? Everybody <laughs> gets knocked on their ass in this movie. People are just taking huge like suplex bumps on their shoulders. That yeah. Jamaican woman, she got tossed. She got tossed. Like, everybody is getting tossed. These, but yeah, it's like that thing's hitting hard. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, and, and it looked pretty straight too. It wasn't like a. I mean, it was a heat seeker. A stuntman died in this movie. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. When when we get was the debut of a, of Xerxes the demon who then gets thrown off a cliff like a man. Oh no! Like in the fourth minute in, that guy died. Oh no! Well, maybe not that guy. I don't know if they could use his body, but that guy might have died. One guy died. So I don't know how safe they were playing with all these things. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking shooting swords. Guys getting thrown back on the on their necks on some of these bumps. Yeah, there's Dude. a lot of just like guys getting thrown downstairs and stuff in this movie for sure. Yeah, a lot, a of, lot of stair f- battles, a lot of fighting in a dungeon. Done. I mean, when when we spent half this movie in a dungeon, I was like, God, this thing is just delivering <laughs> so hard. I right kept now. getting so much more into it. <laughs> I'm so into this. Yeah, I I didn't know how important curly heads, a uh, blonde hair word of these things all the boys have their like william cat hair in mm-hmm. all of these richard lynch has his various stages of curly locks did i see red brown is in this movie yeah i didn't know where he was at though he was one of his like uh you know associates who gets I, captured i in. saw frank fontana from murphy brown <laughs> yes <laughs> that's who that is i was like how do i know this guy who's darius Frank Dar- Fontana's like, Darius. So past? Talon escapes as a Talon's boy. Talon's parents gets killed, escapes as a boy, he keeps he, that sword. He comes back 20 years later. He's leading this mercenary group. They're just going on quest after quest. And yeah, his main man is like Murphy Brown guy. And then Red <laughs> Brown's in that group too. Got it. But yeah, his second in command is like, you got to get all these guys together. <laughs> just yeah. This, Everybody, what a weird crew. Weird crew. Weird I guess it's just guys that like to fight. They all look like divorced dads in his crew. Definitely. I don't know. We go from Richard Mole looking like he's in Neon Maniacs Mm -hmm. to then like Frank from Murphy Brown just in his like fur underwear. There's a great scene. Nobody has like bulked up bods. I was just going to say, I was going to say, there's a scene where that guy Frank is standing next to another guy and you're like, no working out, Frank? (laughs) Nobody? Not even trying. You're not even trying to have pecs. You're gonna not be... even on the table. <laughs> this is Could the you most... give us a little, Frank? This nah, is the I'm most good. sunken chest group of rebels, man. I guess they're they're smart enough to use like strength in numbers, but these are small people. Is it like I all the some of these sets feel pretty closed in? We're a yeah. lot of closed quarters fighting where they're just like we need small dudes. I think so. <laughs> we Maybe. need to get small guys in here. Whatever it is, it worked. It's Whatever. So funny. Yeah. But not see it. But what are these movies being so successful? I would think that the more gassed up dudes you have, the more theatrical success. If I was mm. a kid and I heard this was the barbarian movie with the most gassed up dudes, <laughs> I would think that's really cool. 
if you find out the dude from Murphy Brown is like one of the dudes, <laughs> yeah, ugh, yeah, that's tough. I, How did they yeah, make I it know. work? I don't think our our Conan. I don't think Talon is that charismatic. No, he's maybe the weakest part of the movie. It it could have been the hair, because the I, hair. Uh, he's uh, he had this weird kind of fake tan look to him though. Like it looked like a guy that had just gotten out of the the spa. Kind of weirdness. To I me. was so I shocked when when his real size. They made this move man seem like William Smith. The first two acts. Well, of this he's movie. wearing a whole wolf on his shoulders yeah. for the f- first the half of the movie. He walks like a big man. Every, that's what I'm saying. Like Everybody else must be. Tiny. He's eating like a goat leg the yeah. whole first this scene. Must, this was like. Was this Peter Jackson shooting Gandalf? Maybe. Like, forced perspective? Or did they just cast everybody else as, like, somebody who's 5'4"? We'll see. I, I assume Kathleen Beller, who plays Princess Solana, was, like, yeah, probably 5'2 five five or something, right? Tall. Yeah. yeah, she looked tiny. She's a tiny Richard lady. Lynch is, I don't know, that guy could be 6'3", for all I know. He could, <laughs> well, Richard Talon, Lynch the guy who plays Talon like, was 6'3". Lee, right. Lee Horsley. Lee Horsley. Someone I don't know. He had this, like, uh, 80s... TV show called Matt Houston ran like four or five seasons was a Magnum PI kind of knockoff. Mm. Yeah, you know. I mean, he, he looks like Magnum PI in his He looks IMDb cool photo. with a mustache. Yeah, I don't think he looked cool in this one. Yeah, mustache he, Horsley, he quite right. Cool guy. He had the coolest command center in mm. Matt Houston. Check out Matt Houston, guys. I might have to. You gotta the pr- the princess, the babe, the villain from Buck Rogers. She's mm. like uh, Princess Aldar, whatever. She's the uh, his Matt Houston's assistant. It's great, cool, best era TV. So anyway, Matt Houston. <laughs> now I don't know. Horsley just didn't have it, and then it would cut back to Richard Lynch acting like this is him raping Pacino, mm. like that level of care- villainy, right? So seriously, when it's just the same sword and sorcery plot of like this guy's sister got kidnapped or. This guy's brother's getting saved, and yeah, it's your a, own village. It's a total just, yeah. It's a, it's very much just like a Skyrim quest. Like you come into town, the princess is like, "My brother's locked up in the dungeon. You got to save him." All right, what all are you... for one night with a babe. Oh, yeah, I love it. He did. He, he swings did into town. Uh... What other riches could he have? Yeah, exactly. This is a lot of work. This guy is, and he's winking his money. way at her through it. There's all these tons of dick jokes that I wasn't sure if I was imagining or if they were really if they were really <laughs> blatant they were really, or really like uh, they just happen so often. Well, it was funny because at a, yeah, at a while when she, when uh, Princess Alana is asking Talon to save her brother, uh, she's like wants to hire his sword. Yeah, sure. He's like, oh, how much are you going to pay for my sword? And I'm going, what is <laughs> what are we doing here, guys? And then he just outright is like, I'll do it if you have sex with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he just flat out. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the most likable. Uh, but they're also hero like in the sword and sorcery. There's genre. also constant jokes of just like, "Is your sword too small?" And it's like <laughs> it's a good amount of sword. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're really suddenly everybody's just making like kind of nodding sword jokes. Like, all right, so somebody's brother's being held in a dungeon <laughs> here, right? And then they got to light thirty dudes on fire mm. who are all wearing huge war capes next to open flames. Really, just going through these cool, different yeah. rebel tactics and this movie, infiltrating the castle's dungeon, I, burning I, rats alive kept, with a yeah. I kept thinking, yeah, that's another. I kept thinking every scene in this movie is like they didn't have to go this hard. No one needed them to light a dozen dudes on fire and have them flailing around <laughs> in like yeah. full pyrotechnic stunt. 
Yeah, we didn't need to have rats eat oh, dudes man. to death and sh- actually show people get covered by rats. God, that's a bad one. But this movie does it. That's they a went bad there. way to go. Oh, I would hate that. No, <laughs> That'd be one you. of the bad ones. Uh, yeah, there's just so many times where you're just like, man, the, even even uh, Xerxes just sitting on that throne yeah. in the beginning. And it's just like, damn. That looked that so hard. so good. It looked so good. And uh, that was green we night know level. that I'll watch these movies without that much effort put into <laughs> yeah, them. So to see so much effort, <laughs> I feel like, put into this movie was just like, God, this is good. Yeah, they are giving it. They're all here. I remember I really talked up the uh, the Green Knight costuming. Sure. Oh so yeah. Richard Lynch's personal costuming when he graduates to the third act to that crown. Oh my! That's God. a iconic crown. That is incredible an all time incredible look yeah. for a movie. I mean, who designed that? That is piece of that should be like a historic movie crown right Absolutely. we're starting a crowns list i love it lynch he's on it he's on it when you get he's a on crown, the Mount Rushmore when you get to crowns. see him acting like richard lynch as a king with the best crown you have ever laid your eyes on my god this movie mm-hmm. and then you got guys burning rats alive who are also like engulfing men dude but then you get a good, healthy dose of that side quest in uh, Elder Scrolls when you get some old man in a dungeon going like, yes. hidden passages and secret exits. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. There's booby traps built into this castle. Oh, man. Give me a and castle more. with secrets. Yeah. I love how he hit more <laughs> and then paused and said, more. Like, <laughs> I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. Hold on. Hold on. I can do this. Hold on. Just the pri- imprisoned architect. It's such a character, and oh, the 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 torturer. The that it, guy's amazing. The again, it's like the blood on uh, these guys getting tortured, and yeah. just the way they're doing it. It's like, geez, they are going all out on this the guy. Sword blood looked really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the back lacerations from all the torture and whippings that looked good. There was some head cleavings. Mm-hmm. His heads getting split open like yeah they kept oh, yeah. going hard yeah but then at the same time that shot of xerxes like tired as hell is like a simpsons level joke <laughs> when you go from richard Wall's this blood red you're talking uh the pan's labyrinth monster he looked like a guillermo del toro monster mm-hmm. just this dripping red demon with these like simmering eyes and glowing hands right and he goes into this what I assumed would be a pretty equal partnership, he and Lynch, it cuts to this next scene, and Lynch is like, all right, well, let's get a move on. And he's just like hunched over, just like, all right. I, I could have sworn Lynch, like, before he kicks his ass off a cliff, he's like, hey, I'll take you to a real nice spot. We can lie down. <laughs> like a week he's later, like, oh, he's like yeah, paying him off in a nap. Yeah. And then he just throws, like, cliffs. It's like, that is such a gag. It is it, such a it, yeah. It, we'll take you to the nice soft bed. Exactly. If, yeah, it feels like he was the uh, all-star draft pick, and then he's just kind of like hobbling on the court, like oh my ankle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's actually too tall he's to play out basketball. Both knees. <laughs> Terrible pick. It's like a, it made no sense of how much time had passed, but it felt like just a few days after. He's just like we got what we needed. Well, then yeah, and then when we cut to twenty years later, everyone's like the final conflict. We're all gonna get ready for this big final battle because he knows that yeah that demon sorcerer is still out there. 
And yeah. the demon that sorcerer's is- like, I've spent 20 years getting healing from one injury. And they're like, this is the sorcerer, huh? He got dumped off a cliff. It get, I was, yeah, it probably hurt. When <laughs> I like the little uh, extra layer they have for Richard Lynch's king, where even though Xerxes doesn't appear until the final five minutes of this movie again, a hundred-minute movie, mm-hmm. he's in the opening five and the closing five. Yeah. Richard Mole just knocked this movie out of the park in an afternoon. <laughs> it's incredible. It's like a Sunday morning. Then he went golfing, and he looked insane doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Kept the costume on, yeah. But Richard Lynch is like this, you know, high-living king, a leader. Mm-hmm. But he's also so paranoid that anybody that, like, steps to him has to be the sorcerer hiding as a as a man. Right. He so knows this guy's coming back. Cannot live in peace. I like that extra... Definitely. Deep layer, and Lynch takes advantage of that. Because he's a guy who can look haunted. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who oh, can yeah. make his lip quiver before he's about to get he's, his face He's got kind in, of right? like that resting haunted face. Like, he just naturally, like, his eyes just... Every movie, he just looks like a guy who's seen some shit. Mm-hmm. He's just got that natural look to him. Yeah, this guy looks... He can look evil. Mm-hmm. You know this guy's up to no good, and he just leans hard into it. And I love how we kind of get given these teases of Talon and uh, Cromwell interaction and, like, confrontations before they even know who the other one totally is. Definitely. So we keep getting these built-up fights throughout the movie with them. I was also going to say, watching this movie, not only was I getting that kind of Northman, just fantasy stuff, but... There is a lot of Star Wars getting ripped off in this movie. <laughs> it is a few years after. There, this is, yeah, like 82. Yeah. So we would have seen the first two Star Wars. There definitely feels like, I mean, there's a scene of like our hero looking at the sunset with that same kind of Luke Skywalker vibe. Yeah. There's, I mean, Talon is basically Han Solo. Sure. Doing it for sure, the princess, course, you know. right? Princess Leia is Princess Solana. And yeah, the, the whole kind of reveal of oh we know each other at the end i, I just there's a lot of there's a lot <laughs> there, going you like think they're i think they took some story elements from i don't from a popular i couldn't see why a, a movie would opera. steal from a, a movie that made like a billion dollars exactly. in 1977 no. i mean it doesn't make any sense also the whole movie does look like it was shot on dagobah well that's true too it's but it's there's even like the bits swampy. that talent does is like they're all like han solo bits of him like running and then, like, being like, oh, there's a bunch of guys. Better run the other way. There's a scene where Talon swings through a window, and he falls on top of a babe in a harem. Yeah. And he's, like, making a quip to the babe. But then I – but I'm pretty sure I said out loud, like, did they have windows? <laughs> like, that's the only window I've seen in the entire place. Like, every the harem other – had a window. The yeah. harem just had a glass window? Well, I, I don't remember making a quip on the babe i remember him just sucking face as soon as well he, he kissed her and then he said he wished he could stay longer well yeah sure you know and, and then kind of took out stage just, left just right like a han solo just like suddenly <laughs> crashing into a bunch of all the people with their harem babes are also stopping to watch the action i always love that oh, the harem yeah. scene comes to a screeching halt great harem i love I the do... one window they put into avilton yeah i like Avondale. the harem scene every time but yeah this was a good one with all the harem chicks like pulling the guards down and, and beating on them and stuff. Just a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. But also, like, crucifixions. Yeah. <laughs> also, At dinner. Yeah, dinner. a dinner crucifixion. Mm-hmm. 
That's the night. Yeah. Uh, you know it's a fantasy movie when the guy's got both hands impaled and then it's just sword fighting like no problem the next scene. Just wiggling. Just you let had, me get these. Uh, and even that, didn't that kind of look like Han Solo and Carbonite? The tur- <laughs> Wasn't that, that was next year. That might have, yeah. They might have I'm predicted. pretty sure Return of the Jedi ripped off oh. Sword and the Sorcerer. Get them back. I think that's what's happening here. They say this yeah, one made for the $40 goose, million, dollars, the but I can't really find that substantiated anywhere, so I don't know if that's... Mm. These guys all lied about how much money they made, but supposedly this was a theatrical hit, and the people were right. They were right to go see it. Even though I'm not sure why the harem had like one window. Even like one minute later, he gets knocked out of an open window because none of the other ones oh, have yeah. glass on him. He crashed through the one window in the place and then fell out the the hole on the other side. Every yeah, everything's just an open window except <laughs> the stained glass harem. But then you get this artistry. I thought this scene was incredible when Lynch and uh, Talon had their first sword fight in the second act. And the, they're fighting up a staircase while uh while our heroes like knife and bodies and throwing them down the <laughs> yeah. stairs at Lynch, and Lynch is doing this not only sword acting but sword acting while like standing up on his own men's bodies, climbing stairs while like hurling insults. Mm-hmm. Couldn't take my eyes off this performance. Then when they go down and they fight underneath a waterfall, that was the coolest. And their fur capes are getting like super waterlogged. Is that holy shit? That. That was yeah. That that made me go like, wow, we're doing something here. The the green light on this waterfall behind them, the blades glinting in the light, really good sword fighting. They got their little swords out. How their swords had extra swords in them. Yeah, they kept revealing new swords in this movie. (laughs) It's like a Russian doll of swords. Yeah, Yeah. they kept pulling swords out of places that That I didn't think would have swords. They pulled out not like a backwards sword. Mm-hmm. Of course, there was a sword in there. Lynch had like a one of them had like a secret wrist sword. They're just pulling them out of places. It's crazy. But then you, this shot, like you said, this beautiful backlit moon glow over this body of water. They're not under the waterfall. The waterfall is like in the background. It's yeah, gorgeous. It was cool. And yeah, their their cloaks keep getting more and more weighed down, and their burden of their swords is keeping them down. And it's like. They're like really struggling in hand to hand combat. It's like, wow, mm-hmm. what what are we doing here? Yeah, and then uh, yeah, George Maharis knocks out Talon from behind, and Lynch is like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, I was I having him. a good time. There. This guy, yeah. he's on his back, just like, oh, we got a lot of bloody mouth. Like Richard Lynch, still like not backing down. Yeah, what a what a role. He's got what the blood coming boy. out of the eyes at the end, right? Yes. Yeah. When he comes back in contact with the demon. Oh, man. Who he kicked off a ledge earlier. Yeah, the art direction in this movie really was fantastic. And, uh, oh, man, I, I agree. Just, oh, I, I was just hooked. During the final battle when Talon rips the palms of his hands three from, free from these railroad spikes. Yeah. Oh, man. The whole wedding scene looked great. That's where we get introduced to Richard Lynch as his... Yeah, is his crown. He's got the crown. I could only, I the only other man I could see pulling off that crown is is Hong. Ooh, and it's got that guy who do, do, doing the officiating of that oh, scene. Sure, that old guy. Yeah, he was in like Beetlejuice yeah. and uh, a couple other like Tim Burton things. And that one, I was like, ooh, <laughs> that one. Oh shoot! I just realized who the fake Richard Mole is. They got the other giant bald guy stuntman actor, Robert Tessier. Oh yeah, he's the uh, torturer, right? Who's in all the yeah, yeah. That of course, 
Like, man, Richard Richard Bowles gonna be gone for a while. Luckily, luckily, luckily yeah. we got this guy in here. That's the other guy. He's it's in all those biker movies. So cool. He's in one of the Billy Jacks. Oh, I bet he's he in is. like several Burt. I must be tight with Burt Reynolds. I at first when I first saw him, I was like, yeah, I I was thinking, is that the guy from Raiders who is like fights Indiana Jones oh, on no. the plane? But no, he's a he's another guy. But he he's was like very a cool. biker stuntman guy. Yeah, shows up in a lot, does stunts in a lot of bike movies. Yeah, because he looks like that. Weird guy. There's a lot of guys in this movie who died like six years later. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, everybody in this movie all died at 53. Exactly. <laughs> Richard Lynch lived in Palm Springs till he was 90. Everybody else in this everybody movie else? gone <laughs> or sentenced to night court. <laughs> yeah, just gone. Right. But you're talking. You're talking art direction when the big battle in the wedding hall starts. And Talon leaps towards the camera with the full background in like blood red. And the more men crowd in front of him, it kind of fills this dark black in front of him. It's this like insane yeah. pause shot of him leaping with his sword. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, the the whole setup, though, the, the way that whole dinner scene is set up with the light coming from behind him as he's on this big X cross thing. Yeah. With the wedding happening above him. Uh, man, yeah, they just like. They, like they you said, good. they kept going hard. Yeah, <laughs> they kept they going really hard did. the whole way. And uh, yeah, and the, the catacombs at the end, weren't they kind of fighting in the sewers there at the end mm-hmm. again? And uh, it keeps building to these bigger and bigger fights, it right? It turns out that stake uh, and more wounds. George Maharis has been the sorcerer in disguise. He gets the great just ripping out of the body. Dude, the effects oh Maharis transitioning into Richard Mole. Just ripping through when he's halfway there and he's just looking at all his torn, blossoming flesh. It's just this like weird kind of like yeah, bony shoulders right? coming through. Oh man, yeah. And I, but I also, I still don't understand the relate when that guy is like ripped through a man's skin, a convincing man. Yeah. Oh, George, I, that was a twist. I did not see. Uh, yeah, Richard Lynch's, you know, kind of second in command being the sorcerer in disguise the whole time. Yeah. Because he's a total, the George Maharis character is the total, like, pulling the strings. Right. He, you you find out that he's actually plotting to take over Lynch's spot. And you're like, well, of course, this is very Game of Thrones-esque. And then for that to be the sorcerer the whole time, I was like, oh. But also I love that this demon is, like, hiding in George Maharis's body, but is just like, I'm going to give it 20 years. Really get to know him. Yeah. It's just like, you're a demon. Just come to him in his sleep. This is a de- week one takeover at most. Right. But I don't understand what he's capable of, I guess. When you can rip a person's heart out with your mind, did he lose that power? Because he could have done that at any time, right? Well, I don't know. I, I, I had to assume watching it that he was under some sort of like blood contract where he could not hurt Richard Lynch or something like, right. Like the guy that raises you from hell, like you can't, that's how Richard Lynch easily gets the drop on him all these times. That that makes sense. That's the only thing I can think. That sounds right. Right. That's the only thing I can think. Talon comes into the room and there's this line where he's like, Xerxia, I have no quarrel with you. I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) he's a demon sorcerer. It feels like it's, Oh yeah. Would you, if if I walk into a room and you are fighting with a demon sorcerer, the first thing I'm saying is, hey, demon sorcerer, we're cool, man. <laughs> Look, man. I got no beef. <laughs> yeah, this ain't my thing. 
Jonas, I'm gonna, you do what you want to Eric. I'm going to be over here getting some water. But like at some point, <laughs> Talon's morals would have to like intersect. With, like they're ta- they can't have all the same you know, tenets, right? I, I think it was pretty well established that his morals are, uh, I'm doing this for sex. <laughs> for one night. For one night of it. Oh, they're going to get together. You know, I, I mean, I don't, it's a gamble. it's a Han Solo a Princess Leia situation. It, I actually was confused because in the beginning, his sister is abducted, and I thought that that was Alana. At the I kept getting. The, I thought, the but then blonde, it was that blonde woman, right? I thought the blonde woman because she was wearing a wig was Alana disguised wearing. Yes, a wig. I thought that too. I thought that's what I was, I was like, supposed wait, to be. Why thinking. is she now in the dungeon with him, sucking up to him? When yeah, she Princess Alana, by the way, great bit. Throughout the movie, Dude, her kicking dudes in the knee and guys in the balls all movie <laughs> every time, every time she'd pretend to be like, "Oh yeah, you're great, I love you," crack right Ooh. in the nuts. And man, by the time she is starting to do it with Richard Lynch at the end, I'm like, "Here it goes, <laughs> here comes the nut shot." It feels like so funny. We always talk. That's the best bit. We always talk about Paul Coslow taking the butt of a of a rifle always. to the balls in Mister Majestic. That's the one I think about when I think about Always. nut shots. Just Bronson just swinging a <laughs> uh, a shotgun like it's a golf club right into his nose. It was so hard. How did they pull that? <laughs> Poor Bobby Corpus. But while I can't remember any of them, it feels like I have seen Richard Lynch making a knee in the balls face <laughs> like half a dozen times. I don't know if he's getting hit yeah. that far, but you know, I'm, I can close my eyes. I know that face. He makes a great getting hit in the balls face. Absolutely. The bit where she finally does it to Xersia. Oh, and it just makes like a clanking sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't what? do that to the source. No, man. Come on. You can kick him off a cliff. You can't like knee him right in the... Yeah. Oh, man. But if Richard Ball under all that makeup had done just like a... <laughs> Come on, guys. Thouest has destroyed (laughs) my nether regions. Another thing they didn't have to do, but I'm so happy they did. When they came down to the final sword battle, they gave us animated, like, sword sparks. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Didn't see the animated red, like... we. Yeah, you know we love animated 80s lightning and stuff. And this was, like, this cool, like, kind of purpley tinted sword spark coming off these things yeah it looks so cool just 10 out of 10 guys it looks so cool man every it time it really was like i was impressed by this movie through same. and through same it's like this is really good i i guess i'd never seen this one before i feel like i had years ago but i certainly didn't expect it to be this bloody this dark and serious yeah. and demonic and also like several nut shots throughout like there's it's jokes. Got it all. There's ser- it's everything. It doesn't have like actual dragons, and it doesn't have bodybuilder twins. But like other than that, like this is pretty much every checklist mark you can make for a. There is a movie. distinct lack of mass in this movie, and it's almost shocking when you think about it. Even our our biggest, you know, Richard Mole's like our biggest guy, mm-hmm. and then Robert Tessier after him. But even Tessier's in. He reminds you of the guy in Raiders that gets propellered because there was that certain. A uh, strong man who's like a buff fat guy. Yeah. He's also bald. If Robert Tessier's wearing slacks, they're those brown pants that he has pulled up like right under his boobs, but he, he's he got that fat but strong guy body. Mm-hmm. 
It's those guys. That's even, the biggest guy we got in this. It was one of those yeah. fat, old, 60-year-old buff guys. Even uh, Tessier, the way they kill him, uh, he's grinding a, a blade on the grinder, and then he gets his head shoved into the grind. I'm like, guys! Yeah. Screams for 15 seconds. But it's all happening <laughs> just off camera. Yeah. Like, so they know how to max it. They're like, we can't have face grinding away yeah. effects. But we could show the blood splurt. But off. him screaming while his face is getting ground off. Oh, man. Yeah, the whippings, the chainings. These, they were putting these people through it. Mm-hmm. There was burnt up bodies. This fight. They showed a, the, the wedding celebration scene after the effects. People lying around with limbs, their own limbs, like, on their body. Mm-hmm. As they're all kind of... I liked that. The one little reprieve in the Northman after, like, one of the most horrifying scenes I've seen, the village raid, where they burn the, the children and mm. in the building, right? But then afterwards, it cuts to that scene where, like, all the the Northmen were, just, like, sitting on stumps, just kind of catching their breath. Right. <laughs> like, they're herding. The, the B crew has come in to, like, sweep up and put everybody into, like, lines and formations. And the A crew is just, like... <laughs> like breathing heavy while like stretching in the background. Exactly. That was a long day. That was tough. Like we yeah. got everybody though. The f- yeah. The final scene after the big battle where the good guys have won. And yeah, we see them all just like chilling, waiting for Talon to get back. Yeah. I love that. I everybody love that pledging stuff. their allegiance to Talon. And then him knowing like, I got a girl to be inside. Yeah. <laughs> and then it like fades to black. I love also the way that a sorcerer movie like this is just people are immediately down to fight. Yeah, like these the two two guys at the dinner are like, is that talent? <laughs> and they're like, it looks like him. It. It's like, man, they're doing talent dirty. <laughs> Should we like kill everybody yeah. for for talent? I mean, yeah, it's talent. Like he, he, he saved is us. The ultimate guy who's like just people want to fight. Everyone, for this guy, yeah, right? everyone's got a story where like talent saved their ass, and like they're coming out of the woodwork to be like, are you saying talent's in trouble? <laughs> What's in the What's mind? <laughs> Get them all together. Get Let's the go. band together, right? <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like, well, you know that means war. He's like, well, war it will be then. You know, that kind of, I just love when a guy's just like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, they're ready for this. And I love it. I love that uh, Richard Mole did like an Undertaker sit up. <laughs> like a final death where he just did like oh, a. Oh, yeah. We have to, oh, my God. I, I, the sorcerer gets revealed comes out of the Meharan body Meharan's body the Meharian body he uh immediately gets like sword shot what is this this guy guys (laughs) he doesn't do shit and Talon's like I got no quarrel with you and he's like fuck you he's like I guess we got a quarrel now shoop (laughs) gets thrown back like fuck And then, yeah, has the final, like, I'm still alive. Dead again. What powers does this... Is, wow. This guy got his ass beat so hard in every scene that waited 20 years to immediately get... That's like coming back to the bar that you got the, the shit beat out of you. And you're like, on the anniversary of me taking that beating. And somebody just clocks you the second you come in the place. It is... A full like scat man getting axed at the end of the shiny. <laughs> Just like you spent two hours waiting for this guy to come and do something and it immediately gets taken out. I could not believe it. I could not believe this guy was going down like, this You didn't hard. know yet sh- sword shooters? I yeah, he, 
what were his powers? <laughs> the woman. So is it just an, a coincidence that he's seven feet tall? Is he still like a total puss, but it's just like, I'm just a big guy. I think so, like, yeah. I kind of thought that was supposed to mean he was super powerful, but this guy is just a sitting duck mm-hmm, for exactly. every attack. I can't, I don't get it. Poor dude. He needed a, a little like agility training, I think. This guy was a demon, and he kind of feels like a sympathetic character. The way yeah. he goes out, like this guy feels like he's he also has a right to his revenge. Well, he never feels like a threat. Never. Like, you never see him in action at the beginning. Uh, I mean, you see him, like, do the one thing on one woman. But you don't see him, like, in the field just being like, finger kill, finger kill. (laughs) So you're never just like, oh, this guy must be terrible. We have no... You just see him, like, hobbling around and being like, oh, I'm hurting. There's no (laughs) indication that George Maharis is that guy, I don't think. Maybe these movies are a bit too deep, and I'm just not paying attention to their subtle hand. But I just wasn't thinking about a George Maris like actually as I did not see that coming. No, so I don't know. I loved it. <laughs> I love this movie. stuff. How good does this disc, this laser disc cover look? The laser disc cover is great. We have the laser disc of it in front of us. The back has Richard Lynch in his crown. I feel like you know it's badass when the 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 title's in pink. They're like, we're so cool. We're gonna give you like this teal blue pink. Cover. I kid you not. And it it works, man. Turn it around to the side I'm looking at. It looks exactly the same color scheme as Dire Straits Brothers in Arms. (laughs) Yeah. How confident are they? Absolutely. And it's one of those laser discs where half of it's a rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. Like disc vision in stereo. But it can't get over that. That axe man running towards the camera. They got Richard Lynch's animated visage perfectly yeah up in that top corner they got the crown yeah i I love look at that king look at that portrayal of his king in art look at that that is like a sad tortured king they captured it perfectly oh this movie deserved to make 40 million the poster also that's on uh the imdb is like with with the sorcerer up high and 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 again a snake there's always got to be a snake and a woman in peril yeah they threw in the snake at the end just because you had to you had yeah. to throw in the snake on a woman. They knew. They know it. They knew there was a certain like it's like a dog made again ninety five film where they went a down the checklist. Yeah, criteria you have to fit. You have to get everything in there, right? Mm-hmm. They're just going down it, and it works. I can't see getting out of this genre now. <laughs> I don't see a way out. We might I have need, to get out of this genre. I, a little I can't. Bit. I think it's like quicksand. <laughs> I'm being pulled in by its sandy sorcery charms. Feels like Deathstalker. Hmm feels like a death star that's gonna be the one i think that kills it that might kill it dead my memory of death stalker was like ah we're good (laughs) death stalker 2 then all right the legend of death stalkers electric electric (laughs) stock yeah it came to this did come to this uh this thing's streaming it's Uh, on tubi all these movies every sword and sorcery movies on tubi yeah you type in one of them it will show you eight others yeah and Deathstalker is usually Deathstalker the one that's is up there. next. They pimp Deathstalker hard, yeah. and I love them for it. Their uh, Deathstalker episode's going to be great. It's worth it. I, 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 I Just love dive this in. Thing. Go yeah. for one we haven't covered. This exactly. Tell us. Tell us. I, I want to hear. What, which one are we overlooking what's, what's here? What's the foggiest one you've seen? <laughs> exactly. What's the mistiest one you've seen? Dragon Slayer, There's probably maybe? a Sybil Danning one that I've never heard of. Exactly. It has to be. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening, and good night.